Blog Talk Radio. This episode of Attention Talk Radio is brought to you by children and adults with attention deficit hyperactivity disorder. Welcome to Attention Talk Radio, your ADHD information station where we help those with ADHD pay attention to attention. With your host, ADHD and attention coach, Jeff Copper. Good evening, everyone. Welcome to this edition of Attention Talk Radio. I'm your host, ADHD and attention coach, Jeff Copper. Our topic tonight, ADHD and the value of apprenticeship or co-engineering. We're going to get to the details of the show tonight. We've got a few announcements. Before we do, we'd like to thank children and adults with attention deficit hyperactivity disorder for bringing this program to you. In celebration of that event, we're anxious to give away free digital copies of Attention Magazine. To get yours, just listen to our show. We'll be sharing a secret word a couple times. Write it down. Listen to another show um, and write down the secret word of that show and then just email me the, the two words. That's all you need to do. Email address is attention at attentiontalkradio.com. When we get it, we'll forward it to Chad. We'll get you a PDF copy of the current edition of Attention Magazine, and they'll send you a PDF copy of the next edition when it's in print. We have a little tip that we're going to share with you that Chad made, and we'll get into the show. Did you know that one in three people diagnosed with ADHD also have depression and 47% have an anxiety disorder? Left untreated, this could lead to other health issues. Understanding your ADHD symptoms and how depression and anxiety work is the first step. Talk with a healthcare provider for treatment options and strategies to deal with everyday challenges. With the proper treatment, you can live a healthy and productive life. Learn more at chad.org. Thank you so much, Chad, for your continued support. For those that are not aware, Chad is the largest not-for-profit organization that advocates on behalf of those with ADHD. We encourage all of our listeners to either donate or become members to support Chad. Financial stability is really important for them to have the resources to have people lobbying uh, on Capitol Hill for the ADHD community and working with different regulatory agencies on wording to make sure that uh, those with ADHD get the accommodations that they need in order to thrive. Again, for more information, to donate or to uh, become a member, go to chadd.org. Okay. Tonight, we've got a kind of exciting show. One of the things that uh, we like to do at Attention Talk Radio is help people understand the why of ADHD and how you need to look at things in order to problem solve. How and why are kind of some interesting words sometimes because like how is like maybe how something's going to benefit you, how you operate something, how you put something together, and then the insight of how something works. It's the same word how, but it can mean many, many different things. But one of the things that we like to do here is try to start to get to the root cause of things and help people understand it from a root cause and kind of problem solve out in, in, in a more engineering type fashion. And whenever I'm doing something like this on the show or even my coaching practice, I'm uh, becoming more and more of a fan of Dr. Russell Barkley's construct of looking at ADHD as an executive function and based off of his definition of executive function, which I'm not going to spend a lot of time uh, really on today, at least, at least the different pieces of it. I got a lot of other shows on that. But if we understand ADHD as an executive function impairment, and I want to emphasize the word impairment, we need to understand that executive function doesn't necessarily have anything to do with intelligence per se. We've done some interviews with Dr. Thomas Brown. At the time, he's at Yale. Now he's at UCLA. He used to do a lot of work. I think he still does a lot of work with people with ADHD um, and high IQ. And in that interview with him that we did 
uh, as I remember, you know, if, if 2% of the general population is Mensa, then 2% of the ADHD population is Mensa. So intelligence has nothing to do with it, but, but with ADHD, it's the execution of that knowledge. And to understand this, we really kind of need to understand a little bit about what working memory is. Working memory, the definition of it is the ability to hold thoughts in your mind while organizing and sequencing them without forgetting what they are. Again, it's the ability to hold thoughts in your mind while organizing, sequencing them without forgetting what they are. Now, understand that what we're doing here is we are playing with information in our mind. And one of the things that I've done on, the sh on many shows that I've done with people um, where I've got somebody kind of in studio is I will um, I'll ask them to I'll, I'll just kind of we'll simulate it right now. In a moment, I'm going to say six words slowly. Please don't write them down. And if you feel the urge to repeat the words, please don't. But I'm going to say the words and give you a couple minutes. And I want you to think about putting them together in alphabetical order. Again, I'll say the words, and then you recite them to yourself in alphabetical order. The words are teacher, zebra, kangaroo, bumblebee, hippopotamus, ice. Okay. If you notice that, we got bumblebee, hippopotamus, ice, kangaroo, teacher, zebra. Now, many of you out there, you might have kind of gotten through this, or my, my guess is a lot of you didn't actually even take the time to do this, which is actually an emotional reaction. It's a topic for another conversation. But if you notice that what you had to do is you had to load those words in your mind, and you had to pay attention to them somehow individually, reorder them without forgetting them, in alphabetical order. That's what thinking inside your head is towards a goal. That's using working memory. Now, if you were to write those words on a piece of paper or on index cards, you'd be actually kind of thinking outside your head. It'd be really easy for you to rearrange those. And the point really here is ADHD is an executive functioning impairment. Working memory is impaired and thus manipulating those words inside your head it's more challenging for people with ADHD. Again, that's an impairment. I'm just going to pause here for a second, let you guys process that a little bit. Thinking inside your head is more challenging. It's a lot easier for people with ADHD if they think outside of their head. We know that ADHD, those with ADHD, they thrive more in the trades, vocal type stuff, being an electrician, um, laying brick, uh, working on cars, etc. A lot of the work that's being done is outside of your head as opposed to inside of your head. I've noticed a lot of kids with ADHD, they tend to go to Minecraft-type games. Again, that's one of those things where you can kind of see stuff outside of your head. With this concept, we begin to understand there's two parts of working memory. There's visual imagery, the ability to create a picture inside of your mind to visualize something. And the other one is talking to yourself towards a goal. For neurotypicals, well, it's, we call this self-talk. Most people have a voice that's guiding them in what they do. Many people with ADHD struggle with that self-talk. Often they talk out loud to themselves. They talk a lot. Often they're not talking to the person in front of them. They're actually thinking out loud to themselves. So, again, I'm, I'm anchoring this a little bit because I want everybody to really understand kind of what's going on here and that thinking inside your head is a, is a bit of a challenge again. You're intelligent, but the ability to do that in your mind is a little bit more impaired. Now, 
for grins and giggles, I was uh, I thought I'd do something kind of fun where I would go out on the internet and get the instructions on how to tie a tie. When I say a tie, like a men's tie. Oddly enough, I couldn't find the instructions. I didn't spend a lot of time on it, but I'll tell you this: what came up were a bunch of videos on how to tie a tie. Let's think about that. A bunch of videos. It's easier to show somebody how to tie a tie than it is to read instructions. So I'm going to read instructions for a knot. The idea is for you to figure out what that knot is. The instructions are hold an end of the rope in each hand. Pass the right end over and under the rope in your left hand. Pass the rope in now in your left hand over and under the one now in your right. Tighten the knot by pulling both running ends at the same time. Could you visualize that? And what knot is that? Well, it's a simple square knot. Some of you might have guessed that I would be, I would be doing that because the instructions are relatively simple. But if you did, that, the purpose of this exercise is for you to stop and think, hmm, that was actually pretty difficult for you to visualize the tying of the knot based off of the instructions on the page. Easier to watch a video of somebody with a tie tying that tie. We're going to go to a break right now. I want to come back and we're going to continue along this process to talk about mindsets in order to kind of help you go forward. Our secret word tonight is tie, T-I-E. Again, our secret word tonight is tie. And with that, we'll be right back after these messages. Your life, your world, your choice. This is Attention Talk Radio. Are you always late? The Time Timer is an award-winning time management solution that's helped millions of people with ADHD manage life better. As time passes, Time Timer's bright red disc disappears. Visit Timetimer.com and use the discount code ATR for 15% off. Transform lives as a professionally trained ADHD coach at the ADD Coach Academy. ADHD coaching is in demand, a calling, and a career. Learn how you can change your lives by going to addca.com slash ATR. That's addca.com slash ATR. Managing ADHD is about pausing before you ponder and proceed. This opportunity to practice pausing is being brought to you by gigcoaching.com. And now, back to Attention Talk Radio. Welcome back, everybody. We are having a conversation today for those with ADHD, about the value of apprenticeships and co-engineering. Um, before the break, uh, we did took a little bit of a look at executive functioning and working memory and a couple exercises so that we can begin to get a sense of what it is to work with information in our mind towards a goal. As a build-up into this, I know is that, as I had said, if you go online and you say instructions for tying a bow tie, there are videos of people doing that. Understand is when you're watching the video, it's relieving your working memory of the burden of having to create that visual in order to figure out how to tie the tie for the instructions on, on the square tie after the break. So in that moment, we can begin to see that somebody's actually demonstrating how to tie a tie. Now, separately, I, uh, I was a high adventure scoutmaster when my older son was going through uh, Cub Scouts and Boy Scouts. And um, I've said this before on other shows, they, part of uh, 
training as a scoutmaster is you had to do a lot of things. And one of the things that stuck out in my mind was edge. It's a concept that they taught us. Educate, demonstrate, guide, and empower. And the concept would be is you get up and you explain to the boys, hey, a square knot, it doesn't slip. And because it doesn't slip, it's a really good first aid knot. That's the education piece of it. There's lots of things on the Internet that will give you an education on uh, a concept or at least how it will benefit you. The next thing we would do is we would demonstrate. I would actually tie the square knot in front of them. I would do it a couple times. Then, that was the demonstrate part, then I would give the rope to boys, and I would have them tie the tie, and then I would kind of a little bit to try to get it right until they were able to do it, and then I would give them the rope and empower them to go practice the knot so they could get it over and over again. Again, educate, demonstrate, guide, and empower. It's a really good learning tool when you do that, but, but fundamentally, from an executive functioning perspective, what I want you to see is the fact that they're thinking outside of their head. They're, they're seeing the demonstration. Then they're able to guide it and do it with their hands, and then they're actually able to execute it. People with ADC really, really struggle with this, and um, more and more, if you can go to the Internet and find a YouTube video on what you're trying to do, it can be very, very helpful. Sometimes there's not the stuff out there that you're looking for, but at the end of the day, we can begin to understand why demonstration and guidance and working with other people can actually help uh, those with ADHD um, execute um, things towards a goal. So another quote that I'd like to share that really reinforces this, I heard uh, Dr. Thomas Brown, who I referenced earlier, um, state that as the need for independent work increases, ADHD productivity decreases. Let me repeat that. As the need for independent work increases, ADHD product decreases. As I have seen in, in my um, work, uh, that's happened a lot because when you remove other people, people with ADHD are often talking out loud or collaborating or they'll get stuck or they'll forget a procedure and they'll go to somebody and be able to get that information quickly as opposed to not having that information, not knowing where to go get it, and then getting sidetracked on something out, not going back to whatever that task was, and then shaming themselves by calling themselves lazy, unmotivated, or unproductive. All those words to me are inaccurate. They are an emotional response, but the issue at the core was um, is a challenged working memory. And so, again, as we begin to look into this, then we can start to go out into the world and think, wow, apprenticeships. Now, I'm probably wrong on this, but in days of old, we had apprenticeships all over. If you were going to become a blacksmith or a shoe horses or whatever, you would go work with somebody for a period of time in order to learn your craft. Um, medical residency right now, to me, is the last uh, apprenticeship that I know of. That is, you, you get out of medical school and then you have to go um, practice um, under the toolage of other doctors where you actually walk in and shadow them and then you begin to do it before so that you have that help and advice and experience over a period of time in order for you to, to learn your craft. Let's say for time-wise, let's go to the next commercial break so we can come back and start spending more time and tying this stuff together. Again, our secret word tonight is tie, like T-I-E, like tie a tie. And with that, we'll be right back after these messages. You're listening to Attention Talk Radio. We'll return in a moment. Your life, your world, your choice. This is Attention Talk Radio. 
change your life by learning more about managing ADHD. Other places give you a few tips. The ADD Coach Academy will change your life. To find out more, go to addca.com slash ATR. That's addca.com slash ATR. Are you always late? The Time Timer is an award-winning time management solution that's helped millions of people with ADHD manage life better. As time passes, Time Timer's bright red disc disappears. Visit Timetimer.com and use the discount code ATR for 15% off. Could hiring an attention coach really help you move forward? (laughs) Does a child get wet when they dive into a swimming pool? You can get started moving forward today. Just call Dig Coaching Practice at 813-837-8084 and schedule a free consultation. Tell us you heard about us on Attention Talk Radio and get 50% off your discovery session. For more information, visit digcoaching.com. Don't delay, do it today. And now, back to Attention Talk Radio. All right, everybody. We are working our way through understanding ADHD as an executive function impairment. We're focused in right now on um, working memory and the difference between thinking inside your head and thinking outside your head or imagining things. Now, understand is when you've done something for a period of time, like maybe tie a knot, it's easier for you to retrieve that image of whatever you're doing as opposed to trying to come up with it from scratch. And so over periods of time, when you do something over and over and over that requires some type of thinking, you're retrieving existing knowledge to do stuff, but you're able to actually visualize that because of those two. So, so in the world of ADHD, we're, we've been talking about how working memory or, or thinking inside your head is an impairment, but intelligence, there's people with ADHD are smart, just like people without ADHD, thinking inside their head is different. We're talking about seeing things, collaborating with people, et cetera. We're talking about apprenticeships and that notion. Now, as I had said, there's not a lot of apprenticeships uh, out there for jobs, but we can still understand that concept and the concept of what I call co-engineering. So let's just take this a little bit forward. I have had a lot of people that I've coached who have come um, for whatever reason. There's a lot of people with ADHD that, that like to make uh, music mixes where you go out, you find some beats and you move them all together in some type of way. I'm guessing it's kind of like what they did in the movie Pitch Perfect. I'm not 100% sure, but there's software that they need to learn. And it's very difficult for many of them to learn that on their own. They get very frustrated, et cetera. Um, In such situations, a lot of times they will go look on the internet for tips and tricks. And the idea here is, is there's a few that can stick to that, but for the most part, understand that a lot of things on the internet are, are very specific. They're not part of a curriculum per se, uh, unless you're signing up for a course. And even if you are signed up for a course, as I've said before, we have teachers in our world because the job of a teacher is to make learning easier in order for you to collaborate. Needless to say, getting back on point is a lot of times I've worked with these people and said, you know, you want to do this. It's repetitive. It's boring. There's a lot of ambiguity with regard to that, and it requires you to think inside your head. Those are all classic characteristics that are what are present when most people procrastinate. As I do, as I encourage them, as difficult as it is, is trying to find somebody else who knows the program where they can go with them and uh, work together, collaborate on projects, um, or assist them or really get some type of class or apprenticeship or being mentored in order to learn that software. 
it's like night and day in the difference. I've had some people like, well, what if somebody else is not around? Well, I think you need to spend more time trying to find somebody. Sometimes it might require you to drive. You might have to get out of the house and, and, and you might have to barter. You have to might need to um, compensate some people for the help. But the difference between doing this and not doing is the difference between learning it and getting it and not doing it at all. Co-engineering is another concept that I bring to the table. Being able to build something. The way I like to describe this is I've had lots of people with ADHD that I've coached that are uh, wanting to start a business. And I love websites. It's a great thing because they have a feeling of what they want a website to, to be, but um, they can't actually picture it in their mind, which, by the way, doing a website, particularly if you've got e-commerce, and I know this from experience, is incredibly complicated. Um, there's lots of little nuances. There's lots of uh, uh, different options, different things that you can do, and a lot of ambiguity. And by yourself, uh, that can be very difficult to navigate. Um, I also advise if you are an entrepreneur, you're not supposed to be a website expert. What you need to do is find somebody who's an expert. But understand this is if you hire somebody to do a website or do something for you, you have to give them instructions on what you want, and they'll probably build what you want. But often they come to you and what they have is not quite what you what you're looking for or it it's just you can tell it's not there. As difficult as it is, often it's best to sit next to them while the person is doing it or what you're doing is maybe on a Zoom call or you keep refreshing your screen so you build it together. When the person makes an edit on the site and then you can see it, you can oh wait a second, that that's not quite it's too big or it's too small or it's in the wrong place, but you're going back and forth and back and forth. And I'm hoping you're starting to see it's the real-time feedback of, of the visual image that you've got going on. So this concept of doing that together, same thing with systems. If you're going to build some type of administrative system or organizational system, doing it with somebody by co-organizing, co-engineering, or having, having find somebody who you like, hey, that's the way I like you to like to be taught. Or even in a website, sometimes I instruct people, go find a website that you really, really like that's really related to what you want to do. And then go and say, listen, I just need to change the pictures and the copy of that website in order to get there. The point of this call today is really to kind of help people understand the root cause of a lot of ADHD challenges is the impairment of thinking inside your head to the, towards a goal to be able to visualize it. If you are working on building a website on your own and you've never done it before, there's all kinds of tips, tricks, and strategies out there, but I find that they don't really address working memory, and they might help you for a short period of time, but you'll find yourself drifting off and doing something else or not completing the project or just giving up on it altogether. What I'm hoping today is I'm helping you understand is that the idea really is you got to think outside your head you got to collaborate with somebody in order to make that happen. My success in coaching is literally like night and day. There's a lot of people who come to me that are struggling. If I can help them think outside of their head by brainstorming the environment or the people to get around, it really can make a lot of sense. So there's value in apprenticeships. There's value in co-engineering. There's value in collaborating with other people, particularly when you're trying to work on something towards a goal because you can externalize it, you can see it, you can interact it. Again, one of the things people say to me often is, well, what do I do 
if I can't find anybody, well, I, what do you do if you don't have your glasses with you? You don't read at that point in time. You wait till you have your glasses or you try to schedule it. Now, I'm not saying it's easy to find some of this, but I'll tell you that the difference between the effort, if you can find somebody, it's a hell of a lot easier to do this, and there's a high level of success, whereas if you just keep trying harder yourself, uh, it can be agonizingly difficult, and you might find that you don't actually finish. So with that, I hope this is giving you a little bit of insight uh, on ADHD and what to look for um, and maybe where to go. Uh, one disclaimer, too, is sometimes people with ADHD, they might like – I coach people that are really good because they understand how information flows through a system. Um, that could be an IT system or a network. Then they might sit down and deal with electronics. Well, electricity is flowing through a system, so there's actually a model that they have uh, that they can kind of pick off of because the fundamentals are not that di different in as much as there's information flowing through it. There's switches or valves or routers and stuff, but uh, I just want to put that disclaimer. So anyway, I hope you found this valuable and insightful. Again, uh, uh, if you've got ADHD, you got to manage that working memory. Uh, with that, I hope you've enjoyed our show. Again, our secret word is tie. Again, secret word's tie. Hope you've enjoyed this edition of Attention Talk Radio. Catch us next week for another one. Take care.